Discussing pro wrestling with industry insiders, past, present, and future. This is the Wrestling News Blog official podcast. Let's kick this segment off looking at the results of WrestleMania 35. And in the kickoff show, Women's Battle Royal, participants were Asuka, Carmella, Naomi, Lana, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mickey James, Zelina Vega, Maria Canellis, Ember Moon, Carrie Sane, and Candice LeRae, winner of the match, Carmella. On to uh, the next match was the Raw uh, Tag Team Championship with The Revival and Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Winner of the match and new Tag Team Champions, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Isn't that something? After over 200 losses in a row, Hawkins brings home the gold. The men's battle royal, still in the kickoff show. It's the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, Participants, Braun Strowman, Saturday Night Live's Colin Jost, and Michael Che. Uh, And (laughs) one of those names, uh, and... Andrade, Apollo Cruz, Titus O'Neil, Tyler Breeze, Jinder Mahal, No Way Jose, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable, Callisto, Grand Metallic, Link Dorado, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, Heath Slater, Rhino, Victor, Connor, Ali, Sheldon Benjamin, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Otis, Tucker, EC3, and Harper. Winner of the match, Braun Strowman. No big surprise there. Um, Probably would have been more of a surprise had he not won the match. As we start into Mania, we actually have Alexa Bliss, who is the host, and she kicks the show off. Uh... Paul Heyman comes out. It's time to burn the house down. Burn it down, as the crowd would say during the entrance music. Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Heyman said something to the effect of, if we can't 
we being Brock Lesnar and himself, be in the WrestleMania main event, then they'll just go on first. And so they did. But as you probably know, Seth Rollins is the new champion, the new universal champion. And uh, what a uh, good thing that is for the business. Uh, references were made more than once about at least on the Raw after Mania of being a fighting champ, being a champ who works every week, doesn't just show up for pay-per-views, yada, yada, yada. You know how I feel about Brock Lesnar. Uh, as a matter of fact, I can't stand Brock Lesnar, the wrestler, and I can't stand the fact that uh, he was given s such a huge amount of money for such little work. And, um, it just boggles my mind. Jerry the King Lawler was at the announce table along with Tom Phillips and Corey Graves for the match between Randy Orton and AJ Styles and the winner of the match, AJ Styles. Uh, report later that Styles was injured during the match and we hope that the phenomenal one uh, is able to be back in short order. Next match, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The Usos, who came in with the belts, versus The Bar, versus Aleister Black and Ricochet, versus Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura. Winner of the match and still SmackDown Tag Team Champions is The Usos. Coming up next, we have a tribute to the Hall of Famers from the night before the induction of those Hall of Famers, and that's always a special time during Mania when uh, that takes place. In a Falls Count Anywhere match, Shane McMahon versus The Miz, and the winner of that match being Shane McMahon. Continuing on, and there we go. The women's championship for the tag team titles, Sasha and Bailey, the champions, versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia, versus Nia Jax and Tamina, and the Iconics, the winners and the new tag team champions, wait for it, wait for it, the Iconics are the new champions. I'm not sure anybody predicted that one. Uh, maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but um, the Iconics now hold the tag team titles. The WWE Championship, and by most people's account, the match of the night. Champion Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. It's 11 years in the making. A huge, huge, huge win for Kofi Kingston, the new champion. The new WWE Champion. And... Uh, what a what can you say about that? 
match of the night, the um, it's just drama, good drama all around. And congratulations to Kofi after 11 years. The United States Championship match, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Joe uh, came up with a very quick win over Ray. If you follow WWE, you know Ray uh, had a recent injury, and they let this match be over in a hurry. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Winner Roman Reigns. I know that. It was a big deal that Roman wins in his first match back. I read some uh, people thinking that it would have been a great time to put Drew McIntyre over and put him in the upper echelon of the WWE, maybe even uh, looking at a title opportunity. But uh, I think it was more fitting that Roman, with all he's overcome, uh, with the leukemia, showing his great faith. Uh, I'm just really happy that the WWE decided to put Roman Reigns over. As we continue with the results of WrestleMania, uh, Elias was out next. Uh, <laughs> he was a one-man band, or actually uh, band all by himself. And you think he got interrupted? Uh, yes, he got interrupted by the doctor of thugonomics, John Cena, came out with his old gimmick. I know our colleague Trevor said, boy, that brought back memories. And um, <laughs> it, uh, it was a fun time, uh, not much to it. But uh, they got Cena in without having a buildup. He, I believe, just recently wrapped up finishing a movie. And so Cena was at WrestleMania. No holds barred match. Triple H's career is on the line. Uh, Batista was the opponent. And Triple H came out the winner. Uh, I believe Shawn Michaels, if I'm remembering right, was at the announce table. Uh, one of the highlights of WrestleMania always is uh, the entrance of Triple H, and he did not let the fans down. Uh, once again, a very, very entertaining entrance by Triple H. Uh, they, uh, they being the participants in the match, uh, it was an old holds bar match, and, and they didn't hold any bars uh, back. But Triple H comes up with the victory. It's not really uh, that important about who wins and, and who loses, other than uh, Triple H's career being on the line. Uh, but it was just a, a good way and a respectful way for Triple H to let um, Batista come in, get his uh, last hurrah, and then be able to retire. They worked Ric Flair in. As you remember, Batista um, 
interrupted Flair's birthday celebration. And, well, <laughs> they, um, they was able to work Flair in getting a uh, sledgehammer into Triple H. And that was a good touch as well. Kurt Angle's farewell match, uh, Kurt versus uh, Baron Corbin. And, well, it was just a very, very good, uh, I, I believe that my, my list here has actually got an error in it. It says that Kurt Angle was the winner, but it was actually Baron Corbin after hitting the end of days, uh, and, uh, I guess I missed this match and well, we'll just go with what we had there. Intercontinental Championship, Bobby Lashley versus the Demon Finn Balor. And, and speaking of entrances, uh, when Finn Balor is the Demon, uh, wow, that's something to be, uh, be seen. The winner of the match and new Intercontinental Champion, Finn Balor. Um, wow. And the face paint and the body paint on, on Balor when he does this persona is, uh, well, I'm sure it takes him quite a while to get that done. Um, it's time for a dance break. Of course, that would mean uh, Carmella and her sidekick, uh, <laughs> was out uh, doing their thing and we come up with the the match that has been talked about being the main event of Wrestlemania and well uh, Ronda Rousey came out to uh, her music. It was performed live by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Um, next out is Charlotte. And finally, Becky Lynch. Uh, Becky Lynch wins the winner-take-all, and she is now the new Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh Historic match, historic in that um, women headlined, main evented WrestleMania. Uh, historic in that Rousey was the one who was pinned, even though it ended in what will be in the future uh, a little bit of controversy as she actually got her shoulder up. So they kind of left that to where in the future it can be said that Rousey didn't really lose and wasn't a total black mark on her leaving the WWE like it is said to be. But the real congratulations go to the man, Becky Lynch, 
doing what she does best, and that is just winning and entertaining the crowd. Uh, the picture of her holding up both belts is uh, just an awesome sight. There you have the recap of WrestleMania 35. Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! Tell me what to do You know who you're talking to But you better get used to the way the war battle I see what you got Inventions and ounces But that's a freak, boy Yeah That's a freak, little man Break it down You're a big man <laughs> Treat you like you're a little man Take a look at the WWE 2019 Hall of Fame uh, induction ceremony the night before uh, WrestleMania. Always one of the highlights of WrestleMania weekend. And let's go down through the order and uh, give a little bit of, well, just a recap on what happened there. Uh, first out, Honky Tonk Man and his inductor was Jimmy Hart, uh, Jimmy the Mouth of the South Hart, and uh, he came out in his uh, Honky Tonk Man sequin 
uh, outfit, uh, came up in a pink Cadillac, and uh, but that was kind of the extent of his persona as the honky-tonk man and uh, was very humble with what he said during the rest of his induction. Tori Wilson and her surprise uh, inductor being Stacy Keebler. Uh, Stacy and her uh, part said, uh, the All-American girl is a poster child for working to make yourself and the world a better place. And as Tori Wilson herself admitted in her charming, candid speech, even if her wrestling skills didn't occasionally fit the bill of a Hall of Famer, she worked hard to maintain the courage to keep coming back for more. Even if I wasn't the best, who could be more deserving than that? Um, she talked about she being Tori, uh, a lesson in self-improvement as she took the WWE universe from an, an embarrassing grade school interaction with her fourth grade boyfriend to the unlikely superstar who motivated herself to the Hall of Fame with three simple rules. Realize that permission is for pansies. Rule two, gotta forget the failure. And rule three, summon your swagger. Even if your swagger is dorky as hell, your swagger is the first thing that people see. And on to the Heart Foundation and Natalia in what was an awesome part of the night gave a very heartfelt uh, speech about her daddy, Jim the Anvil Neidhart. The Queen of Hearts aimed to deliver the speech her father would have given, thanking her mother, Brett, the WWE Universe, for their unconditional love since 1985. Uh, Brett took the mic after Natalia, and he basically said he came up with the idea and didn't tell Anvil and their misadventures with King Kong Bundy. He thanked Jimmy Hart for their entrance music, infamous referee Dangerous Danny Davis for getting the Hart Foundation, the tag team titles, and the various teams that they took on. In a fitting farewell to the new WWE Hall of Famer, but perhaps the Hitman's best tribute to his former partner came in a backstage interview all those years ago, individually or together, the Hart Foundation will live forever. Sue Ackeson uh, took center stage and was the recipient of the 2019 Warrior Award. Uh, she is one of the key organizers to WWE's Make-A-Wish partnership. Uh, an unsung hero doesn't quite to begin, begin to describe Sue and the work that she has done in WWE gets her the Warrior Award for 2019. Brutus the Barber Beefcake was uh, inducted next. Uh, he was 
introduced by Hulk Hogan and Brutus himself uh, somewhat countered uh, that it isn't just a fitting end to his career. It's a wild development for a Florida kid who dreamed of glory in the ring to receive the highest honor that the profession can bestow. Beefcake owes much of his success to Chance. His WWE Hall of Fame induction is the mark of his ability to capitalize on opportunities. And he took advantage of those opportunities when he was given a chance, made the most of it. And, well, the rest is uh, the story of Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Harlem Heat, Stevie Ray, Booker T., uh, one of the very best tag teams uh, starting in WCW, coming to WWE, and uh, Stevie Ray uh, took center stage, basically. A heartfelt recap of Harlem, Heat, Harlem Heat's unlikely journey to the top and the various close calls with failure, the multi time champions brushed up against on their way to WCW. Uh, then in WWE, uh, he praised some individuals who took chances for on them over the years. Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert, Hulk Hogan, and Ole Anderson among them. The final lesson he imparted was one taught to him by Arn Anderson upon his arrival to WCW. Respect for the business and respect for your peers. Booker T closed things out with a shout out to young tag teams carrying on the Harlem Heat legacy from the Usos to the Revival to NXT Street Profits and of course the New Day. But it was something Stevie said earlier that summed things up nicely after Ole had sent them out to refine their craft and return when they were ready, don't let me down, he said. Now, the next big, big, big highlight. That's what it was. It was a highlight. Degeneration X, they honored uh, China. And it, when you hear DX's music hit, it's just... Uh, you got to get excited. Uh, five, all five, Triple H, uh, Shawn Michaels, X Pac, Billy Gunn, and the Road Dog were all there. Uh, I got to make mention that Triple H did uh, <laughs> did a a bit in the during the induction of uh, towards Billy Gunn, who has signed with uh, All Elite Wrestling, AEW, and uh, <laughs> Triple H uh, made reference to um, them them being AEW, and that Vince could uh, buy this uh, company. And unfortunately, um, he called them 
a certain name. I, I thought of it earlier, and well, <laughs> it was uh, one of those funnies that uh, usually only come from um, from Triple H. Uh, of course, uh, they paid tribute to China and her being an inductee. Uh, and it's too bad that China wasn't there to uh, to be a part of this event. Uh, of course, China has gone on and passed away several years ago. Um, of course, with Shawn Michaels being there, uh, they... Uh, they gave tri tribute to God uh, in uh, what was called the most passionate of the group was the road dog. Billy Gunn was the most emotional and X-Pac the most detailed. The X also had some restitution to send to. As Shawn Michaels said in a strangled voice, they were responsible for corrupting an entire generation. A hearty cheer went up when Triple H asked how many people got in trouble for imitating the group in school. Uh, so out came the infamous podium, and one by one, they attempted to take their turn apologizing. Instead, they resurrected the old catchphrase one after the other, and ended the evening with the two famous words and a super soaker shower to anyone close enough to get caught up in it. Uh, actually, there was no apology. There never could be. And their induction couldn't have ended any other way. It would have been an insult to the thousands in attendance and the millions out of the, around the world, those who were there and those who were not. Congratulations to all of the... 2019 class. Let's briefly go over the Hall of Fame legacy inductees. Bruiser Brody was one. Um, Luna Vachon was another. Buddy Rose was in that group. S.D. Jones, S.D. being special delivery. Uh, Chief Wahoo McDaniel was in there. Professor Tanaka was a part of the legacy group. Uh, Jim Barnett was in the group, as well as Primo uh, Carnera and Shinma. Uh, I'm, if you know me, you know I'm not great with some of the foreign names. Hisasha Shimna and Joe Cohen was the legacy members of the class of 2019. Let's take a look at the results from NXT TakeOver. Obviously, NXT kicks off WrestleMania weekend on Friday night. Saturday night's the Hall of Fame. Sunday is the granddaddy of them all. Uh, first match of the night, uh, NXT Tag Team Championship with the champions, the War Raiders, taking on Aleister Black and Ricochet. 
winners of the match, the War Raiders. It was kind of predictable with Black and Ricochet uh, being on the main roster now. It would, wouldn't have made sense to put the belts back on them in NXT. After the match, the War Raiders showed uh, much respect to Black and Ricochet, hugged them and bowed to them. Ricochet and Black said goodbye. Uh, they got very emotional as the fans chanted, you deserve it, and really happy that uh, they uh, are becoming a, a major force in the tag team division in the on the main roster. NXT North American Championship champion Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle. Uh, the Velveteen Dream was the winner of this match. WWE UK Championship match. The champion Pete Dunne versus Walter. Winner and the new UK champion is Walter. Isn't that something? Let's look at what's next. NXT Women's Championship uh, Shayna Baszler was the champ was the champion, and we'll go ahead and give the spoiler winner here. Uh, Shayna Baszler is still the champion. She took on Bianca Belair. Bell, that's easy for you to say. Bianca Belair, uh, Shiara, and Kiara Sane. Again, the winner. Shayna Baszler, and uh, congratulations to her. Uh, NXT Championship, two out of three falls match. Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, the winner and the new NXT Champion, Johnny Gargano. Congratulations to him on putting the NXT belt around his waist and wanted to get this in so that we could uh, report on this. Not much commentary, but uh, we thought that the NXT roster uh, deserved some some accolades here. And if you're used to NXT, you know that they put on a fabulous show, uh, awesome matches. It's obviously got the Triple H stamp on it. And, uh, well, just thanks to all the performers from NXT for putting on an awesome show. All right, let's go over some of the aftermath from WrestleMania, as well as taking a look at the Raw after WrestleMania. And they seem to continue to um, make a big deal about that, the Raw after WrestleMania. Uh, seemed like they emphasized that phrase a lot more than in the past. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, the Raw after Mania is always one of the biggest events of the year, and and that includes pay-per-views, uh, in my opinion. Uh, some of the aftermath, uh, AJ Styles apparently was injured in, uh, in Mania in his match against Randy Orton. Uh, no word yet on the details of the injury, but uh, he wasn't at uh, an Access VIP meet and greet, and 
they um, they gave a report that uh, is up on uh, wrestlingnewsblog.com in the story that uh, the um, there was a fan that saw AJ Styles at the airport and he was moving very slowly. Uh, rumor is that uh, there is some kind of hip injury, and once again, that injury is unknown at this time. Wanted to let you know, and maybe you probably already do if you follow wrestling at all, that Batista announced his retirement from pro wrestling after his match with Triple H. Uh, he took to Twitter after... WrestleMania and thank the fans and officially announced the retirement on Twitter. He wrote uh, WWE universe. Thank you for letting me entertain you. I love this business and whether you cheered me or jeered me, I'm grateful for being a small part of your life. I'm officially retired from sports entertainment and I am grateful for every second of my amazing journey. So Batista has Retired from, I'll say, professional wrestling. Uh, I know uh, WWE uses sports entertainment. Let's take a look at uh, the results of the Raw after WrestleMania. And started out, Universal Champion Seth Rollins uh, was out doing his thank yous and a uh, good promo to start the show. Out comes the New Day, and Kofi Kingston confronted Seth Rollins, challenged him to a title versus title match, winner take all. Uh, Rollins accepted, and we are going to have that match on the Raw after Mania. The Raw Tag Team Champions, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, Yep, that's right. Uh, uh, seems strange to say that. They defeated the Revival once again. Lars Sullivan attacked Kurt Angle after Angle came out and, uh, and confronted Baron Corbin. Uh, after Angle put Corbin out of the ring, out comes Lars Sullivan and just uh, decimated Kirk Angle. Angle. Alexa Bliss defeated Bailey. Lacey Evans attacked the Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion Becky Lynch. And it's fun to say that Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion Becky Lynch. Lacey Evans just started the attack with a, a vicious right to the jaw of Becky Lynch. They battled up the ramp on the stage, and they obviously are, are setting something up here. Alistair Black and Ricochet defeated Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Bobby Lashley attacked Dean Ambrose in Ambrose's final WWE match. The Intercontinental Champion, Finn Balor, defeated a returning Sami Zayn. And in one of the best spots, uh, probably the best spot, uh, in my opinion, The Undertaker came out and confronted Elias. The Universal Champion Seth Rollins and the WWE Champion Kofi Kingston 
get this, defeated the bar after they crashed the winner-take-all main event. I got to admit, I was a little disappointed, even though I figured when the match was announced that there would, wouldn't be a clean ending, and I didn't think either one of the champions was going to walk away with both. Uh, but I didn't figure that the bar would come out and crash the main event. Uh, Rollins and Kofi then had the match, and they defeated the bar. And so that was what happened on Raw, but we, we need to take a little bit of a look at, at some of those individual things that happened Uh Dean Ambrose in his final match. Uh, he was um, supposed to fight with Bobby Lashley. Supposed to be a singles match. And it never actually even got started. They they brawled and they brawled. Uh, they were up on the stage, and after a, a vicious spear from Lashley on Ambrose, he then put Ambrose through the announce table, and it was a fitting, um, I don't know, ending with his wife, Renee Young, coming out to... Uh, to check on him, not coming out because she was at the announce table, but coming up to, to check on him and turning and saying, let's get some help out here. And one of the things that really got me, this was after Raw, and if you've been to a live taping of Raw or SmackDown, you know that there are things that happen after the cameras go off. And... Seth Rollins was still in the ring from his match. Uh, he invited uh, Roman Reigns to come out, and then they invited the lunatic fringe, Dean Ambrose, to come out. Uh, Rollins talked for a minute about uh, Ambrose, gave Ambrose the mic. Uh, he thanked the fans. He talked about the things that had happened at the building there in the Barclays Center, which uh, was where... The Shield made their debut. Uh, other things took place. I believe he mentioned he and Rollins went in the tag team championship there. Uh, he made reference to uh, the building being a very good memory, but it's just a building. It was the WWE universe that was what mattered. He, he gave a, a reference as well to the uh, length of Raw, and um, well, that fits right along with uh, another part of the show today, so won't get into it. Uh, they ended up giving the fists together in one last look at the shield. Sami Zayn made his return, and wow, he... Issued a challenge. Out comes Finn Balor. Uh, Balor wins. And then Sami Zayn, who, who was getting some good uh, 
some good reaction from the crowd. Uh, but then he cut a, a heel promo and he started it with, I can honestly say from the bottom of my heart, I did not miss this and I did not miss any of you. And it just continued to dog the fans, dog the business. And um, wow, Sami Zayn uh, definitely uh, hit. Uh, um, well, if you want to look at it as a low point, uh, if you're a, if a fan of heels, uh, he said, it turns out WWE is a super toxic environment. It's not because of the McMahons, and it ain't because of the WWE superstars. It's because of this audience and your ugliness. Wow. As we mentioned in the, the list of matches, or actually it wasn't a match, um, Lars Sullivan made his Raw debut, long Wait for that. Uh, some uh, issues about a uh, an it, an incident in January where uh, he will well a mental health issue, and it was good to see him make his debut. Uh, boy, he he obviously looks like a force to be reckoned with. Amazing body, amazing agility, and I believe we're going to see big things from Lars Sullivan in, well, the shakeup is coming next week. So I started to say on Raw, but uh, we'll see where he ends up. Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans. Ben coming down to the ring, uh, very elegantly dressed. Uh, in high-heeled shoes and just kind of prancing around. And that looked like a, a little bit of what she was doing as Becky Lynch was leaving the ring after her promo. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, that uh, she started with a, a right across the jaw. Uh, and that, <laughs> one of the interesting things to me through the entire brawl, brawl, I guess I shouldn't say bra, uh, talking about two women, but um, <laughs> the entire episode happened with her in her high heel shoes. Uh, you would think that uh, they would have got kicked off or she would have intentionally kicked them off, uh, but that didn't happen and it'll be... Interesting to see where they take this feud. Uh, finally, in the aftermath of WrestleMania and the Raw after Mania, The Undertaker made a surprise appearance. Uh, it was uh, reported and rumored that he was in New York and that... <laughs> uh, it wasn't known whether he would make any appearance or not. And he didn't disappoint by coming out. Uh, Elias, who was very upset over John Cena, interrupting his performance at WrestleMania the, the night before. Uh, Cena comes out 
in WrestleMania as the doctor of thugonomics. And uh, Elias made a wrap-up, and in it he said the next person to interrupt him, whether it was a legend of a Hall of Famer, they would be a dead man because he was tired of the interruptions. And then the Undertaker's music hit. Now, I don't know about you, but there's nothing hard, hardly more special than an entrance of The Undertaker. And uh, with the music, the video, it's just an amazing thing. Uh, he chokeslammed Elias. He tombstone piledrive Elias and gave the crowd a huge memory of his being there in the Barclay Center. In a conversation between uh, the three of us who put together a wrestling news blog, that would be Trevor Decker, John Bass, and myself, uh, I don't want to be negative because it was a great weekend, but something we felt we ought to address was the length of WrestleMania. When you look at the pre-show, uh, the full WrestleMania, you were looking at about seven and a half hours. And, and as Trevor pointed out, that uh, for wrestling enthusiasts, maybe you get through the seven and a half hours with, uh, well, with <laughs> with it being just a long match or a long event uh, that happens once a year. But for those who, who don't watch wrestling on a regular basis and realize that Ref WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of professional wrestling, uh, I'm having a hard time believing that uh, seven and a half hours more or less uh, is acceptable to those people. I mean, it's not their thing for the most part, and uh, seven and a half hours is a long time to sit, and it's a long time to watch something that uh, you're not maybe all that interested in. I uh, wanted to check it out to see what it was all about. Uh, think about the people that were in the MetLife Stadium there, sitting in their seats for that long a period of time. Now, the the crowd popped uh, huge, especially when the Kofi um, um, Daniel Bryan match began and when they went crazy uh, when Kofi brought home the belt. But uh, it seemed, I read, uh, Trevor agreed with this, uh, that... Uh, the length of it made for an awkward finish uh, of the night with the main event. Uh, I read that uh, there were people leaving the stadium before and during the main event. And that just, in my opinion, takes away from what should have been and what, what should have been the match that everybody was there to see. It, it's the main event. Uh, it takes away from... Uh, what um, what the women went through to not have a, the full stadium. And, uh, and I think about even Ambrose in, in the Raw after uh, 
when they came out after the show ended and mentioned the three hours, sitting through the three hours of Monday Night Raw. And I think it's something the WWE needs to address. Three hours of Raw, if you cut some of the promos out, uh, you know, uh, starting out with a 20-minute promo uh, almost every Monday night, uh, you know, let's get right into the action. You know, I know that... uh, they need to push uh, what's going to happen, advance the storylines. But, uh, you know, five minutes and and getting right into a match where the the promo is is talking about would be, you know, sufficient in my estimation. Maybe they need 10 minutes. But I really don't believe that 20 minutes of talking to begin the show is what uh, most – of the WWE universe uh, appreciates and going back to mania, you, you just got to wonder what next year brings, because it seems like every year they want to top what happened the year before, which they should, but is that going to make it even longer next year? I mean, on the East coast, uh, it was 1230 or so before it ended. So again, not wanting to be negative, but believing the three of us, again, Trevor Decker, John Bass, and myself, that we uh, we need to address the length of WrestleMania and, and hope that there's some things that they can maybe get out of the show. Uh, and, well, I don't have the answer but it's something we wanted to address. Just some random thoughts on WrestleMania, the weekend, and uh, just things in general. Uh, The three of us, John Bass, Trevor Decker, and myself, uh, basically had a a casual conversation, no order of things, just uh, things that that we thought about and and wanted to make sure that uh, we shared with you. Obviously, all three of us believe, and I think most people do, that the, the match of the night was Kofi Kingston winning the the title, the WWE title from Daniel Bryan. Uh, to me, this was what wrestling is all about. You know, 11 years in the making. Uh, if you remember when Kofi came in, they introduced him, I believe, from Ghana and um, you know, he, he was entertaining. He did a good job, but I don't believe anybody would think that he would ever progress to the point uh, of winning the major event or the major title, uh, that WWE has one of the two major titles and, uh, just congratulations to him. You think about all he had to come through the, um, the hoops that he jumped through for Vince McMahon. And, well, it um, it's just an amazing story. His relationship with his New Day brothers, uh, the way they came through for him to secure his spot, the way Daniel Bryan put him over. And uh, got to say kudos to Daniel Bryan, one of the best workers in the business. Uh, we just look at Kofi Kingston 
overcoming all odds, which is a theme that happens regularly in wrestling, but literally becoming overcoming all odds and, well, winning the championship and taking home the belt. Guess we would be remiss if we didn't talk about uh, the main event, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, obviously the three biggest names in the women's division. And isn't it so good to say women's division where we used to say the divas? Uh, actually, I didn't even like to use that term, and, and many times I didn't. Uh, so the the women's division main evented WrestleMania, and that's the story in and of itself. Uh, it was unfortunate that uh, it was at the end of such a long night, uh, but you can't take away anything from the effort put forth by these ladies. Uh, ladies who have put the women's division on the map, so to speak. Charlotte Flair comes to mind and what she's done over the last few years when she says that she made the division, uh, that she is the reason why uh, the women's division is, is such a big deal. I pretty much have to agree with her. I mean, there's been several others that uh, have been a part of the big push uh, numerous names that we could go through, but Charlotte has uh, been the shining light for uh, the women's division. And so we go on from there, and, and you've got Ronda Rousey, who made the transition from MMA to professional wrestling. Uh, the way she won match after match after match, the way she won the title and, and held that title. Um, the way the match ended with her getting pinned, but her shoulder being up so that you can say now that she really didn't lose, even though she really did lose. We know that uh, the result stays the same, but she can use that. I was never defeated. My shoulder was up and sets things up for the future. If she decides to come back at some point, I read where they may already be making plans for WrestleMania 36 for her to be back. I guess that kind of depends a little bit on whether she decides she and her husband decide to start a family. And if that's the case, uh, I think WrestleMania 36 would be out of the question uh, unless they hold off uh, a little bit. Apparently she broke her hand in the match and well, she is one of the greatest female af athletes of our generation. And I believe that the moniker, the baddest woman on the planet, is very, very appropriate. But let's get to the man, Becky Lynch. Uh, what a ride she's been on. Many people uh, comparing her to Stone Cold Steve Austin. I've even made the comment on the podcast where... Uh, Boy, she's going to have to do this for a long time to, to get to that level. But I think she made the stride in my eyes. And I know 
at least Trevor for sure believes that she uh, is the stone cold Steve Austin of the current roster. Uh, she's been on such a roll and, and she is, her mic skills have improved so much. Uh, she's been in angles that uh, she's excelled in, being suspended, I think can think of, uh, getting her face broke. And, uh, well, she's just been in angle after angle that has promoted her to the top of the division. Well-deserved win. Interesting that she has both belts now. And, well, she is the man. To be the man, you got to beat the man, and now you got to beat her to get both titles. Some other things that happened, uh, John Cena bringing back the doctor of thumbonomics. <laughs> wow, that was a messed up line. Bringing back the doctor of thugonomics gimmick that he held many, many years ago. Uh, came out and interrupted Elias as his her usual. And I know Trevor said that, boy, that that took him back to his beginning days of watching professional wrestling because uh, it was during that time that uh, the Doctor of Thugonomics gimmick was going on. Uh, another thing that we pointed out in, in the discussion, uh, John brought it up uh, then uh, Trevor said he cracked up hilarious part of uh, <laughs> Batista messing up his ring entrance. Uh, both John and Trevor said it was hilarious. Trevor said, I couldn't stop laughing. Uh, they both agreed that the match was okay, but there really wasn't uh anything to the match other than Triple H uh, in a conference call about NXT TakeOver that he wanted Batista to be able to go out with a fitting uh, tribute to end, and he finally got his one more match at Mania. Uh, you, you look at what um, what transpired over the night and we we make our comments about the length and everything but the way that they give the time for the matches to play out for the most part and you and you look at Samoa Joe and um, in his match and with Rey Mysterio and that had to go quickly based upon the injury to Ray. But by and large, the matches were given time to play out, and I think that is always important on a huge pay-per-view like this. I probably would have liked to have seen less matches. I don't know which ones would be cut, but uh, you know them giving the, the time needed to uh, not just have silly outcomes that, that uh, made it not have a meaning. Uh, it's always, you know, I look back in the old school days and and been watching some things recently where, you know, there's a 60-minute time limit. And you think back to people like Flair versus Steamboat and different matches like that. 
that would take on many times close to an hour or even an hour, uh, maybe even having matches where the time elapsed and it becoming a draw. But, uh, you know, we got to give kudos to the WWE for the uh, opportunity to get the matches involved and the story of the match being told in a timely fashion that, uh, well, just thank you, WWE. What about Roman Reigns and his return? the emotion that was involved and to see him emotional at the end of the match and his emotions have to be all over the place in the last uh, several weeks since he has returned to television and his first singles match here at mania. Uh, He has been very open with his faith. And if you know us, you know that, uh, Faith is a big part of who we are, and each of us individually are, are Christians who, who believe in standing up for our beliefs, and it's been refreshing to see Roman openly talk about his faith and how his faith helped him get through this most recent battle with leukemia. And, well, it's just... Uh, just refreshing to see him win. A lot of people think that maybe they could have put over um, Drew McIntyre to be the killer that uh, they most of the time portray him to be. So it's one of those things where uh, you got two sides of what should happen, and I'm sure they had big discussions uh, in the back with creative And, well, it turned out with Roman winning the match and being very emotional. Uh, Lots of other things happened over the course of the weekend. I never mentioned prior to this. uh, Don't even want to give it much play, but it should be noted that a fan jumped into the the stage during the Hall of Fame ceremony when Bret Hart and, and Natalia were up. Uh, and actually tackled Bret Hart. Numerous members of security, I believe Shane McMahon and a couple other wrestlers uh, intervened. Uh, The man was taken off, been arrested, and hopefully he'll be prosecuted to the furthest, fullest, and the furthest extent of the law. Um, That's all the time we're going to give to that. Wanted to bring it up, but uh, not going to mention a name and not going to mention any more about him. WrestleMania weekend, always the highlight of the year for the WWE, for the fans. And, uh, John, I know, uh, mentioned that he thought this was the best WrestleMania ever. Uh, I think the rest of us agree that, uh, they put on a wonderful show. And that's what we expect at WrestleMania. And all of us believe that the WWE came through and provided us with a wonderful evening and night of professional wrestling. Uh, Yes, professional wrestling. (laughs) I can hardly ever miss the opportunity to 
to say that in the way that I do. I want to thank you for being with us. We enjoy these weekly podcasts. We normally uh, air on Mondays, but we wanted to get in the aftermath of Raw and looking forward to what goes on tonight on SmackDown. Uh, It's kind of uh, an addition to what goes on in Raw, and so we're looking forward to what that has to bring. Thank you for all that you uh, mean to us, the listeners. We have a good time doing this, but we we put this together hoping that we can uh, bring you a, a different perspective. And this is the official podcast of Wrestling News Blog. Check us out at WrestlingNewsBlog.com, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all the other social media places where you can find us. And well, thank you. And God bless.